Good evening, everybody. Shreilach and Purim are getting closer. This week is Rosh Chodesh, other Beis. So, let's continue what we started last week of um, exploring the story of Purim. And by story, I don't just mean the events, but really the story. What what. What is this day all about? So today I want to focus on... Um, I know we said last week we're going to go already this week more into the actual mitzvah Um We'll do that a little bit. Uh, we'll continue where we started last week about the, the Suda, having the meal, specifically the idea of drinking, why, where, what. Um, but beforehand, I had a thought that I wanted to expound on a little bit. Before we go further, I just want to, you know, we all know what's going on in the world. A lot of our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and on the Russian side, the Jewish soldiers on both sides, in Ukraine, the Jewish people and countrymen going into, into fleeing for their lives the likes of, I don't think, which we've seen since World War II. It's, uh, it's very scary, worrisome. And uh, no one knows what's going to be tomorrow. So our hearts our hearts, and thoughts and prayers are with all of them. Now we can't be indifferent. Indifference is very dangerous. We can't allow ourselves to be indifferent to something happening to another human being. We need to feel. We need to feel and we need to pray. Um, not only we can't be indifferent, we have to be we have we have to really care. It's gotta it's gotta it's gotta bother us. We've got to think what we can do, how we can help. We're all connected. Especially the the Jewish nation is one family, one body. Um, and there are two, as I was coming in, uh, somebody sent me a message. Uh, a friend of mine, who was actually was born in our community, and he has a, he has a, um, a uncle and aunt who are on their way out of Ukraine. They're on their way to the border, and they're trying to get out. And the names are Rochelle Ruven Bendikadam and Rachel Bas Daniela. Hashem should help the day and everyone. Very soon, they should, everyone should come out from bondage to, to, to freedom, from, from a time of war to a time of peace. And it's specifically in days like these, that the story of Purim, I think, takes on a whole new meaning. And we'll, we'll take a few minutes to, to talk about this a little bit. Purim, 
we last week we we differentiate a little bit between Hanukkah and Purim. Another major difference between Hanukkah and Purim is the fact that Hanukkah came from above. Right, there was a miracle with the oil and there was everything. It was very miraculous. It was evident and it was clear that it was miraculous. Right, this tiny army with a huge Greek army. However, Purim was very much. You, know, you could just imagine how it would look like in, in the news. Right? Front page. Haman is promoted. Big party. Jews. Haman again. Again the Jews. Back and forth. Opinions. Politics. You know, radio shows. Podcasts. TV shows. Everyone, you know, left, right, Republican, conservative. Everyone, everyone's having a ball. Right? Discussing back and forth what's going to be. Decrees. Times get tough. It gets dangerous. Right? What does the year do? Everyone realizes we did something wrong. Let's fix it. And comes out a huge, a huge nest. The whole Jewish nation is saved. There's one mode of nisim that are, that are. It's very clear that it's miraculous. But then there is another, and that, that's what one of the main. Foundations of Purim is the fact that everything is Hester, everything Megillas, Esther. It's all hidden. It seems natural. It seems regular. It seems this is the way of the world. But what we see clearly is how every single thing was orchestrated by Hashem. Every single part. And when you look at the Megillah, you see the whole story. You see it, right? First Vashti was put out of the way, right? Making place for Esther. Haman got up, and then he should go down. Everything has a place. Every, nothing, is, nothing is out of place. Nothing is by mistake. And that Megillus Esther is, is, uh, is what gives us chizik in, in Golis. It gives us chizik specifically in times like these. When you see world leaders that are, it seems like it's a whole new meaning. I was thinking today. We say until them, Those, they, they take horses and they take chariots. In today's, right, guns, tanks, missiles, planes, helicopters, all the warfare, right? And, and the world believes that this is the means of, of winning the war. It tells David HaMelech, reminds us, nazker. Yes, we take all that. And yes, we do the Ishtadlas and we do try and we use all the ammunition and we, 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 we go to war when necessary. But who do who do we mention and who Nasker, who do we remember? Who do we we have to not forget? Who's really running the show and who's just allowing us to take a part in this master plan that he has? That is the Rabban Shalom. And that means that he's with us throughout every single step of the way. And that's what we learned from Megillah Sester. And that's something we have we need to apply to our daily lives. Look, even take to the past few years, different events, whether it was COVID, whether it was elections, whether it was a whole bunch of stuff. At the end of the day, we, we, we realize what, what what keeps us, what's our nechama, what's our um, comfort, what's our um, security. The fact that we realize that we're, 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 Hashem is always with us. No matter where we are, Kaddish Baruch Hu is never let go and never will let go. And as hidden as it seems, 
at the end of Mitzvah Shem, there's going to be like, it's going to be happy and joyous and, and, and miraculous. And we're going to see how every step of the way was a miracle. I mean, the, the, it's clearly evident people are, are being saved. It's only miracle, and it's clear that this is not this is not nature. So the whole situation is a little bit, you know, what's going on? Why, 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 why is all this happening? But we have Hashem, we have Hashem, and, and you know, when you see clips of Eden and Ukraine under curfew, it's pitch black, and they're having little lights, you know, just to learn the Dafayomi. They're giving an option to a child, and they're dancing around, and they're davening, and from soldiers are davening, palace and film. That's Kalisol. That's Kalisol that that understands that in the time of Hester, it's all it's just a Megillah. It's a Megillah. Megillah is a letter. Igeres Apurim. It's a it's a letter which we just don't know the whole story, but soon we'll see everything. It'll come a time. It'll come a time when we'll have when we'll have clarity. And for now, the clear we don't need, we don't we, we don't necessarily need the clarity that, that we think we want. Because the biggest clarity that we have is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge and He's with us all, through and through. Both on a global level and both on a personal level. And throughout the ages, it's that amuna, it's that unshakable faith that, that saved us, that held us. So those that are there, Showing tremendous strength. And for us that are here, we have to remember something very important. Some of they say it, I forgot from who they say. They say, for yourself, be a big bal bitachan. You have to have a muna bitachan, there's Hashem. When it comes to somebody else, become a kaifer. Don't say, don't, when someone else comes to you with a, with a problem, don't just satisfy yourself with saying, oh, Hashem will help you, Hashem, don't worry, Hashem will help you. Roll up your sleeves and help them. Do whatever you can to help them. Because that's what a father wants to see from his children. That we take in for each other. And when we go out for our brothers and sisters, go back to the Pasuk that it says by Yesuf HaTzadik. Yesuf HaTzadik was looking for his brothers and he, he said, I'm looking for my, I am looking for my brothers. But look at the words, Anoichi. When do we find someone referring to themselves, Anoichi, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. Right, we... Someone says, I too much, it's uh, not such a good sign. Right? A little bit, I, I, I. I, I, I becomes I, I, I. But it's, an anoichi, it's not just ani. Anoichi, it's a, it's a powerful world, a word. So I thought to say that when we're going to look for our brothers, we have to realize not to shy away, oh, what could I do? Oh, no, become an anoichi, and then it's okay. Yeah? Look into yourself and think what you could do and do it. Not a time to be humble when your brother when your brother needs you. But another thing, we're going out to help our brothers and sisters. And that's what our that's what our father wants from us. So we're messengers of our father. So Hashem tells us, What's I took you out of Mitzrayim. I took you out of bondage. I took you out of a out of a out of a restricted or restricted place. You're out. You're Baruch Hashem. You're doing what you're doing. You're living your life. Don't leave your brothers behind. And if you go get them, 
And if you go and if you look out for them and you try to bring them also, I'm, every messenger has the power of the one who sent him. And in that case, we have we, we, we go with the same anoichi, with the same power of, of Hashem, anoichi Hashem Alekecha, that took us out of Mitzrayim, that's the power that we carry when we go out for our brothers and sisters. And that's really what happened, Purim. What happened, Purim, what is it? Go gather everybody. Get, gather all the Jews. That's what... It, 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 it's something that's repeated a few times, both in terms of gathering everyone, but also Haman. What did Haman? Who did Haman want to destroy? One fell swoop. Everybody. Everybody. She wanted everybody to be gone. So what did Mordechai do? He got he got everybody together. Got everybody together. It's not just bodies coming together. But it's Klal Yisrael coming together and unifying to become that one body that we famously are. Atam Kriyim Adam, the Enum Yisraelim Kriyim Adam. To become that the, the unified force, unified people. To put differences aside and to focus on one common goal. To focus on what needs to be focused on and not on the things that are Totally irrelevant. And that's Leich Knoises Kola Yehudam. Bring them all together. Yeah, bring them all into one room. And let everyone realize that we really are one. This type and that type, we're all one type. At the end of the day, we're all one type. And when we realize that we're all one type and we behave that we're all... As we're all one type. Respectively, each one has his traditions. Each one has his place. And, and all that makes us into one gorgeous harmony. Twelve shvatim, twelve tribes we have in Klal Yisrael. There's a reason for that. Each one brings in his own. Each one brings in his... But when we realize that, that it's not meant to separate us. It's meant to unify us. That brings la Yehudim ho'isa Because true, true light and true happiness comes when it's la Yehudim and not just la Yehudi. comes when it's for everyone together and not just for the individual. So I want to focus on, on, um, on one event in the Megillah, which I think... Um, can build upon what we just said to understand this to connect the two when the when the decree came out when the decree came out to destroy all the Jews the entire Jewish nation the whole empire everybody Right, so Mordechai put on sackcloth and ashes. Asoch told Esther, this is what's going on. She sent some clothes and he refused. So Esther, what's going on? And he told her what happened. 
which is when she told him, you gather everybody, we'll all do the same, everyone together, we're going to fast, we're going to pray, we're going to do tshuva, we're going to amend, and we're going to repent, and we're going to fix whatever, what the flaws that we made, but when did, when did this happen? First she said no, she said she didn't want to go, because everyone knows that the king doesn't call, and you go by yourself, that's it. Death penalty. And she said, no, I can't. How, how could I go? So Mordechai Tzadik answered her, See it inside. There's nothing like it. Nothing like seeing a pasuk inside. And here we go, open pretty much. Right up, right up to the possibility. Mordechai okay. said Esther should go to the king. Esther responds back. Esther responds back the following. Esther told Hasoch, who was Daniel, and she commanded him to tell Mordechai. He was her, one of the people around her that was a messenger. Everybody in the entire kingdom knows Asher Kol Ish Isha. Every man or woman, Asher that goes into the inner chamber of of the king, Asher lo death penalty right away. Levad, Except if the king will put out his scepter, his his golden scepter. Then that, that that he's okay with them coming in, and that's how the person's life is saved. And I have, haven't been called already thirty days. I haven't been called to the king. They went back and told Mordechai what Esther says. Mordechai told the following: Tell her like this. Don't try to save yourself because you're in the, in the think you'll save yourself in the, in the house of the king from everyone else. Because if you will be quiet at this time, salvation will come to, and and will, will come to the Jews from somewhere else. The at you will be lost and your father's name will be lost and who knows maybe it's for this purpose for this specific time that you came you you were able to be a you you were entered into the into the royalty until you became a queen and after that Esther answered 
we should all fast, and everyone should come together. So there's a lot to say on this whole piece. And we, we said the the Pashto Pshat, the, the translated the words, the, 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 the basic story of what happened here. There's a beautiful Pshat. You know, if we go a little bit deeper, we'll go into that maybe a little bit more next week. But for now I want to focus on on, on the last part. Going back on what we began with, there's a there's a there's a war out there. There's danger out there. How can you be quiet? How can we be silent and not do what we can to help alleviate the pain and suffering? Whether it's by davening, whether it's by Helping monetarily, depending on everyone in their situation. Caring. Over there on the front. And in every situation, whether it's a war as we you know, we know a war to be with tanks and jeeps and guns and all that. Or when we're, we're around and we see an inner turmoil that someone's going through. A hardship, whether personal or on a on a group level, people are going through. And we are in a place of malchus. We are in a place malchus, which is above all that. How we can't? How can we be quiet? Really, what all that is is an is an opportunity for us to step in. And be the ones to to save and to help. But that's not that that's an opportunity given to us from Hashem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could do anything. Make sure we're saved. He's not going to let us go. But the question is, are we going to grab an opportunity to be a part of it? Right? You have the guy that that. Uh, there was a millionaire that wanted to look for some real friends. So he went to a place. He didn't tell anyone that he's rich. Very simple guy. Regular guy. Well, maybe a few twitches here and there. A little annoying and this thing. A little annoying. Not your regular guy. You know? Like everyone has certain things that... And he would come, you could try to develop relationships with people, whether he was working, whether it was in other places, neighbors. And then also there he had some people that were like, who is this guy? Whatever they whenever he came over, he tried you not know, to tell them his life story. They like brushed him off and said, uh-huh, 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 and found a way, oh my wife's calling me. That's the best way to get out of a situation, by the way. The next best, the real, that's the really best thing is my mother-in-law is calling me. I really better pick up. And the next best thing is my wife is calling me. Um, but then there was those few that really stuck with him. Really, 
Let's talk through this thick and thin. And what they really they really appreciated and and you know, came to like who he is, and they took the effort to get to know him. Once they got to know him, they're like, wow, this is a this is this is a swell guy. From the surface, you know, it looks like anyone else. But and then, at a certain point, he comes out and he says, "Listen, people." I conned you there for a little bit. I had you there, but really, my name is so-and-so. And I am the CEO and the proprietor and the owner of, of uh, 10 major companies around the world. Toyota, Honda, Acura, and Infinity, and, uh, and uh, Toys R Us. You know, I want those. And these, two, these three people that were my good friends... They've just been promoted to senior positions in my companies. And everyone understands that these people are going to be now major, major. A whole different tax bracket. Living a whole different type of life. What is everyone thinking then? Ay, 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 ay. Oh, we should have, we should have, we should have. Oh, we should have. Oh, we should not have brushed them off. We should have heard a little bit more what he has to say. We should have, should have, should have, could have, would have. That was going to happen. That event was going to happen anyway. The question is if the rest of those people around him were going to have a part in that wealth which he was going to spread right now. The question is where are you going to be in the picture? You and your whole family, your ancestry, your feet. Where are you going to be in that picture? Mashiach is going to come. We're going to get out of this gullus. Where are we going to be in that picture? Can I really do so? Yes, you can. Because you're now in a position of Malchus. But what does it really mean, Malchus? What does it mean to be above? What is a Melech? A Melech is someone who's in control of himself. Someone who's able to see and understand what's going on. And to be it's a, a leader, of self, and to be selfless in a certain way. And to be able to see what someone else is going through, and instead of staying on his high place, on his high pedestal, to keep that stature, go down. Moshe went to He went down to his brothers. He was still Moshe. Yosef was still Yosef, but he went to seek out his brothers and bring them up. That's Melech. Yeah, we're learning well. We're, we're strong in our way, the Sashem. That's a merit. We can't take that for granted. HaKadosh Baruch will put us in that position for a reason. What? For, for what reason? Maybe because we're the ones that have the power and capability. Maybe not necessarily even in a way of going around and holding... Uh, Opening organizations, but by being a beacon of light and support to people around us. And to to be a melech, to be royal, and to bring everyone in there. Don't wrap yourself. Don't hide yourself in this malchus of yours. 
This is my, I have my zdora, my davening, and this, leave everyone out of it. My, my business. You missed the boat. Because that's not why you're there. It's le'es kazois, a time when so many are suffering, when so many can't see a way out, and you're still b'malchus. You have the, 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 the overview of everything. It's up to you to go to the melech and show the melech, I'm here for them, I'm giving myself for them. Giving yourself for them, I'm giving you I'm giving you my scepter, I'm giving you my hand, I'm working with you, and we'll see this too. That's the mess of Purim Behester, Behester, organically. No one has to know. Something you there's different situations. Sometimes people do have to know. Sometimes it's right, there's organizations, there are big speeches. But so many times it's just organic. And we need both. You know, an example of this that's so close to home is my sister. She should have her refuge. Like Miriam, as in a pesi chavid, as well as Yaakov Yisrael and Tamar Malka. All of a sudden, I realized when you know when that accident happened, and two months ago, I realized I have a whole family of siblings that I had no clue about. Hundreds of people. Some that only met her for a minute, uh, well, maybe a few minutes, one meeting. Two meetings, three meetings, not to mention her friends. But we're talking hundreds of, if not thousands of people that were impacted by her. And when did things for her and became better people for her, took on mitzvahs that they hadn't done before, Shabbos, Tzillin, you name it. These are only the ones that we know about. There's so many we don't know about. Why? Because there was one lady who conducts herself in Malchus. She conducts herself in royalty. She conducts and she lives with this clarity of the presence of the Rabbi Shalom, even in the Hester. In the most hidden of hidden of hidden times where it looked so dark and it looked so bleak and how are we going to get out of the situation? But she lives with Nishmas Kolchai, she lives with Emunah Bitoch and real, real, she lives with the presence of the Rebbein Shalom and that's how she walked around, walks around. That's the, the, the energy that she gives, that's the atmosphere that comes along with her. And you can't help but not be inspired by that. That's Malchus. That's Le'eis Kozois. Specifically, sometimes that Malchus comes out Be'eis Kozois in such times of pain and suffering. So when we're going, we're preparing ourselves for a Purim. I saw today the Nesiv Shalom brings down from the Arizal that because of this Hester, because of this whole hidden way of the way things happen in Purim, there's, there's such a special revelation on Purim that we don't have not on Shabbos and on Yontif. That's why the Le'ez Kozois, specifically times like these that we hold strong in these times of darkness and we stay above water and we pull others with us. That that's what brings about. That's what brings about this amazing revelation. I end off with a, with a unbelievable story about Rabbi Zilber Zechatzadik Levrocha, which I'm sure many know. The story happened on Purim in Siberia in 1953. Right? Siberia, Astora, Shebesecha, Astora, dark, cold. 
prison, hard labor, torture. And Rabbi Zilber is sitting with Yidin around him and telling, re- relaying the story of Purim. And how Hashem saved us. And how in the most darkest of time when we were all slated to be killed, Hashem came and saved us. At that time in Russia, there was a whole scandal with 10 Jewish doctors, I believe. And they were going to... They incriminated them. They incriminated them. And... um, they were going to kill, they had trains ready to kill all the Jews of Russia. And Abit Zilber is sitting in Siberia telling over the story. And people were saying, there was one guy that told him, he, he was bitter, went through a lot of pain. He told him, Itzik, what are you talking about? Stalin is God. What are you talking about? You tell him Hashem and he's going to save us and this and that. We're gonna, even where you're telling us we're going to get out of this gulag. What are you talking, Shtuyot? Talking nonsense. So he said, um, he said, what do you mean? Stalin is just flesh and bones and he could be dead in half an hour. The next day, to make a long story short, the next day in the paper, they announced the time of death that Stalin died. It was half an hour after Bitsuzilba said. This person was shocked. He came back and he became back to full living life as a Torah Jew. A story should be saying the biggest Hester. But you have a, a Melech, a Malchus, a Zilber, who didn't just keep himself above water, carried everyone with him. That brought about the salvation that saved Russian Jewry, Russian Jewry at that time. Thank you all very much. We wish you all a wonderful night. And we can't wait to see you all next week. Ah, ich habe gar nicht die ganze Zeit auf Toilette. Kann man